Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment of Podcast 360, your go-to resource for medical news and clinical updates. I'm your moderator, Amanda Balby, with Consultant 360 Specialty Network. Recent research has indicated that hepatitis C virus, or HCV, screening has remained below 25% among high-risk populations born between 1945 and 1965 despite updated guidelines published in 2013. In an effort to increase screening rates at their clinic, a research team from Albany Medical College implemented simple interventions in their outpatient clinic. With me today to discuss the study and its implications is the lead author and presenting author. Uh, My name is Danielle Wales. I am an assistant professor of medicine and pediatrics at Albany Medical Center in Albany, New York. I'm Karina Abreu. I am a third-year medical student at Albany Medical College. Thank you both for joining me today. Uh, To start, can you give us some background as to why it's important to screen for HCV? 50 to 60% of people who are chronically infected with hepatitis C are unaware. And the birth cohort, which was the initial cohort that we were looking at based on the United States Preventive Services Task Force, they make up about 75% of HCV infections and 70% of associated mortality of hepatitis C, while only accounting for 27% of the population. Um, So that's why it's really important that we just screen um, that birth cohort. But actually in 2020, the United States Preventative Task Force has updated their guidelines. And so we are looking to expand the range, the age range of screening to 18 to 79, since those are now the new recommendations. So in 2018, it's estimated that there were over 50,000 new cases of infections with hepatitis C. We know about half of those people will develop chronic hepatitis C and will be at risk for liver cirrhosis and hepatocellular carcinoma. In 2018, there were 15,000 deaths where the death certificate listed hepatitis C as a contributing factor. So it's certainly no small number there. And we know that in the U.S., there's about 2.4 million people living with hepatitis C um, in the last few years. So it's quite a large uh, proportion of the population and really speaks to why we need to be screening everybody, especially as the the consequences of not screening and not catching hep C at an early stage is quite drastic. We've had uh, amazing therapies that have come out in the last 10 years that really cure people of this. So it is truly a preventable, uh, we can screen early, find hepatitis C and prevent these just awful consequences like cirrhosis or cancer from happening. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And HCV infection rates among older adults or baby boomers have decreased due to curative therapy. However, screening for HCV among this cohort is still important. Can you talk a little bit about how your practice implemented more HCV screening? Sure. So I think it's important to know that uh, as it stands right now, millennials and baby boomers have the highest rates of chronic hepatitis C infections in the U.S., both around 36%, according to the most recent CDC data. And so as part of this project, we uh, wanted to prioritize the baby boomer population because at the time we started this project, that was the United States Preventive Services Task Force recommendation is to screen all patients born between 1945 and 1965 for hepatitis C with a one-time hepatitis C antibody test. 
we did a few things to try and improve our rates. First of all, provider education was important, making sure providers knew that this was a recommendation that we should all be doing. Uh, but ultimately what we did that most increased our rates was two main things. First was putting a prompt in our electronic health records. So for example, when you saw a patient, an alert would come up and say, hey, this patient is due for hepatitis C screening. And then you can order uh, right off that prompt. The second thing that we did was we went back and reviewed all of our patients who were eligible, who were in the baby boomer cohort and had not either had hepatitis C before or had not been screened for hepatitis C before. And we went back in and had our nurses put in essentially standing orders for these patients. So if they ever came in for blood work at another time, we would uh, be able to uh, screen them uh, when they came in for blood work. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And how did your team decide who to screen? Is this approach something other clinics can adopt as well? Sure. So when we started this project again back in 2018, we were only focusing on baby boomers. Uh, so those born between 1945 and 1965, because that was uh, the recommendation at the time, again, from the USPSTF or United States Preventive Services Task Force. Since then, this year, actually, as of March, uh, the United States Preventive Services Task Force has actually expanded their recommendation to include all patients between the ages of 18 and 79. Again, speaking to how rates are rising, among the millennial population likely due to the opiate epidemic in the United States. And so this year actually, uh, which is not um, discussed in our abstract, but we actually increased our screening to uh, any patient 18 to 79 as well, just one-time screening. Certainly any patient who has ongoing risk factors such as IV drug use, or is found to have a history of a blood or organ transplant before 1992 or a clotting factor, transfusion before 1987 or HIV infection will screen them more frequently. But uh, from our standpoint, we are looking at universal screening of our patient population. And this is something that I think many other primary care practices can do easily, as long as they have an electronic health record that allows them to um, identify patients who are eligible for screening. And talking a little bit more about the millennial population, um, it's very well known that baby boomers are in the high risk group, um, but can you talk a little bit about why millennials are considered high risk now and what role the opioid epidemic played in that? We know that today that there are four times as many new hepatitis C cases as there were 10 years ago. When we look back and look at our population, particularly our millennials, so those born between 1981 and 1996, uh, when we look at their risk factors, the primary driver of their hepatitis C acquisition is actually through IV drug use. And we believe a lot of this has to do with these patients uh, being given opiates in some form, whether prescription or illicit, and then being switched to um, IV drug use, again, to help satisfy that craving, that addiction to opiates. And we do know that that is a primary risk factor for infection with hepatitis C. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And your results showed that HCV screening rates increased after implementing the EMR prompt and nursing generated orders. How do you hope your findings impact clinical practice and the future of HCV screening? 
So in terms of the impact in clinical practice in the future of HCV screening, I think it would be great if this were to be implemented in all outpatient clinics. Our results show that after having interventions, um, particularly not only educational interventions for attending and residents, but also just the EMR prompts and the nurse-generated orders that our screening rates increased drastically. So we hope that this is something that's implemented at any outpatient clinic and that hopefully we are catching patients um, that would otherwise would not have been screened for HCV and then develop the complications that occurs when hepatitis C goes undiagnosed, which could include hepatitis um, cellular carcinoma and cirrhosis and complications like those. So we just hope that we catch patients, um, that this kind of service catches patients that otherwise would be missed. I think the one thing that many practicing uh, doctors and nurse practitioners and physician's assistants deal with every day is how they can use their electronic health record to maximize the population health in their practice. So using the data that's in the electronic health records. And I think in our practice, we were able to successfully use our EHR to identify patients who needed screening, but not every electronic health record is created equal. And so I think what's important to know going forward as uh, healthcare providers, you know, advocate for their needs in the practice, I think having electronic health record that's easily able to identify patients based on provider queries is incredibly important as well. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And so what is your overall key take-home message from your study? I would say that the overall take-home message from our study is that implementing interventions such as EHR alerts, nurse-generated orders, and attending education and resident education increases the rate of HCV screening. And that is uh, consistent with the studies that have been shown um, that this increases testing more than like the CDC and the United States Primitive Task Force recommendations alone. So having these additional prompts really does help in terms of screening. Additionally, there have been some disparities in HCV screening that we found in the literature. And um, it's important to also have these kind of prompts and this kind of education so that those disparities don't exist. And in our study, we found no disparities in either race, gender, or insurance. So we're very happy about that. And I think that's the overall take-home message from our study. Thank you both for joining me today and answering all my questions about your research. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having us.